What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 384 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get to today's question from Steve, I do want to thank today's sponsor, a brand new sponsor to the show, actually. So pay attention. This is Zoom. Zoom is an amazing web conferencing product that will help you avoid all the laggy and choppy video, all the buggy interfaces, all the poor audio that you might have experienced in the past with creating online meetings. And looking at people face-to-face when you talk. And they also have an amazing webinar platform as well. I got to test it. It combines video, screen sharing, group messaging, all into one platform that runs across any device you can think of, Mac, PC, iOS, Android, and all the stuff already in a conference room that you might own. It's fast, simple, easy to use. Check it out for free. You can go to zoom.us slash pat to check this out and start your free account today. Zoom.us slash pat and host your video meetings better today. Here's today's question from Steve. Hi, Pat. My name is Steve Erickson, and I am looking to sell courses online. I'm wondering if you can give some input or recommendations for uh, platforms for selling online courses. Thanks. Hey, Steve, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. There are a few existing content platforms where there are courses that already exist where you may want to get in front of depending on the type of course you have and also how you want to market it. So I'll talk about that first in terms of the different sites that are out there yet that you could potentially sell on. But also I want to talk and cover the second half of the answer to this question, creating course platforms for yourself to sell off of your own site. I wasn't exactly sure if you meant one or the other, so I want to cover both for you. So the first one that comes to mind in terms of a marketplace that already exists where you can then create a course, use their platform, get in front of their audience that already exists, that's udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com, like Academy, but udemy.com. Now, I'm very experienced with Udemy. I haven't created any courses myself, but I've gone through as a demo to create a course and to see what that was like, and it was very smooth and easy to use. I've taken courses on udemy.com, and it's pretty cool as a student as well. There is interaction. There are. Uh, it's a great workflow in terms of getting through the content, especially if there's a lot of video content as well, and that's really what this platform is great for is sharing video content, e-learning, teaching in that way where people then purchase your course, and then they go through the parts of it and at the end they complete it and that's cool and people leave a review and that's one of the powers behind this one is you get the social proof aspect especially if you start with an audience that that is there or or your course has been in there for a while or perhaps you have an audience on your site already who can then help boost the exposure of your course to new people on that particular platform as well they do have their own internal marketing platforms as well to help you push your course you know sort of like amazon where that, you know, that there's related courses to different courses. So you might be able to get in front of people who you wouldn't have been able to get in front of using a platform like udemy.com. Now, of course, using another person's platform comes with some cons as well. The fact that you don't get to control that experience, that is not your customer, it's their customer. They are still learning from you. And yes, you can give them calls to actions to do other things from there, but you lose and the, the control that you ultimately have if you were to create your own course on your own site. And to really control that experience is is a very beneficial thing, especially if you have other courses down the road, other things you want them to do, and also to keep people on your own site because if it's a Udemy course, they're going to Udemy, and of course, they're going to be pushed other courses as well, which could not necessarily compete with yours, but yeah, pretty much, and also take their eyes away from you and other courses that you may have to offer them because there's a lot 
of amazing courses on there on Udemy. I've taken a number of them, and I will say that Udemy does a great job of letting your their customers know what else is out there for them. Of course, they want that to happen. They want people to buy more courses, but they also want to give more value to their audience as well. But as a content creator, course provider on Udemy, that's something you have to sort of pay attention to. Now, there is another course platform out there that you may have heard of before called lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. They are actually a sponsor of one of my other podcasts, and it's an amazing website. Again, I haven't created content for lynda.com myself, but I've used a lot of their content, and their content is fantastic. Fantastic because a lot of their content is actually people who come into their studios. They film it professionally, and they have all these amazing uh, tools and resources and kits that go along with those courses to make sure that people get the most out of that experience. I am not exactly sure what it would take or what the process is like to become a content provider or a course provider for something like lynda.com, but lynda is a huge site, much bigger than any other content learning platform I know. And, you know, I know a lot of people who have done really well with providing content on Linda. I don't know what the payment, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the payment structures are like for either of those, to be honest with you. And that's something you're going to have to do research on. But obviously, if you do it on your own, you're going to make more profit. But then you lose out on potentially those audience members that you don't have. So you're going to have to weigh the pros and cons of each. Now, I will talk now in the second half here about creating courses on your own site. And what platforms you can use for that. And there's a number of different WordPress plugins and things you can use to set up your own courses or membership site software, which can essentially be used to create a course, whether you have a recurring payment or not. Maybe it's just a one-time fee, uh, or maybe it is a recurring fee and it becomes a membership site on its own with courses embedded in it. That's however you plan to do that. But the interesting thing is that if you use your own stuff and you know you get to control that experience, which is, which is great, you get to control the marketing and the pricing and all that stuff, but then you have to host those video files yourself as well. You don't want to host them on your own uh, website hosting platform or, or host. You don't want to do that because it's going to eat up a lot of bandwidth and cost you a lot. So you might potentially end up using something like wistia.com or vimeo pro or podbean.com, which I know a lot of people use. I use that for my video uh, podcast hosting. Uh, so that that is another element that you'll have to think about that is, again, going back to pros and cons. That's a pro to go with some of those existing platforms because you are uploading directly to their sites and using their servers and you don't have to pay for that or that comes as a part of the you know, commission that uh, they get in terms of selling your courses for you. But going back to your own stuff, you get to control that experience and there's a lot of different plugins and tools you can use to help you create those in a relatively easy way. The first one that comes to mind is one that's been around for quite a while and that's called WP Wishlist. WP Wishlist is one that was uh, previously owned by Stu McLaren. Great guy. I've used it myself to just set up courses and it's fairly easy to use. Essentially what it does is it allows you to create pages on your site that are password protected and then you can kind of go from there and create parts of your site that are protected and available only for users of your site who have to log in or create a username and password to log in and they, they get uh, – granted special access to certain pages. You could have different levels, for example, bronze, silver, gold, and they get access to different things and all those sorts of things. Uh, there's also zippycourses.com. Zippy Courses is a tool that I've used to recently set up the course for One Day Business Breakthrough. So if you actually go to onedaybb.com slash download, you'll see the recordings from a previous event that my buddy Chris Ducker and I put together in April here in San Diego, California. 10 hours of video content, great stuff. If you wanna check it out, onedaybb.com slash 
download, but that is something where people have to pay to get access to it, and we use Zippy courses to handle that, and that is a really cool tool because if you end up creating multiple courses down the road, your audience is only going to need to have that one login to get access to all those other ones, and plus it was very easy to set up. I love the structure of it and the way it's set up, so again, if you want to check that out, you can actually go to askpat.com slash zippy. That's it, askpat.com slash zippy, and you can check that out. That's actually created by Derek Halpern, and I know the the developer behind that project as well, and he's great, so I, I trust that product. Again, that's askpat.com slash zippy. There's also uh, WP Courseware, uh, which is another one. There's uh, some of these high-level ones, uh, Kajabi and uh, Entreport uh, and, and things like that. The, the, there's a lot of other ones that you can use, but if you want a simple course platform, you know, WP Wishlist, Zippy courses uh, are, are great. I think David Seitman Garland just came out with one of his own as well. Uh, and, and so that's what I would recommend. I would check that out. So again, um, yeah, just best of luck to you. And if you have any clarifying questions coming in, uh, Steve, feel free to ask them on Twitter at Pat Flynn. Use the hashtag AskPat348 so that other people can come in and listen in and provide value if you'd like. So Stephen, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it today. Wishing you all the best of luck with your courses, and uh, make sure to listen to Ask Pat. Or excuse me, Smart Passive Income episode one thirty six, uh, because that was a interview with David Seitman Garland, who is an expert at helping people create their own online courses as well. And there was a podcast episode that is scheduled for later in the month as well with Ramit Seti, that is about how to sell your online courses as well. So check those out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your question, and we're going to send you an Ask Pat T shirt for having your question featured here on the show. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And the end of the day and end of the week, actually, here's a quote from John Green. He said, what is the point of being alive if you don't at least try to do something remarkable? Hopefully that gives you a kick of motivation into the weekend. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.